Hi, I'm Bryn Thompson. This is the Coburn Ventures Podcast. It's for clients, investors, our community of industry leaders, fellows, and friends. This is a group that loves the craft of investing, studies change, is dedicated to business analysis, and all that's behind the scenes of that work. I hope you enjoy it. So we interrupt our regularly scheduled programming today to bring you some thinking on the current market environment and how it relates to your process. This is a light spin on our conceptualization of the other room in the 2010s. Now we're looking for a signal in the noise about what it will look like inside of world of increasing inflation and what are the signs for, quote, getting to the other side. This is not about a change in process, but there's evidence that a new module or a bolt-on um, on inflation in this place and time in the markets might be incredibly useful. So we have some ideas on that. And there's more in the conversation. Let's jump in. 2022 started off with a bit of a bang. And in the market, um, that has really translated into pretty massive declines across the board, Pip. So. Um, we wanted to jump in this week with some thoughts about that because um, whenever we had this method at Coburn Ventures, when performance was really bad, we took a few days to stop, regroup, and um, we didn't really necessarily look at the portfolio, but we did examine process. So um, I think that's what we're here to talk about just a little bit today. And this is going to be short and sweet. We wanted to make sure we got this out in a timely fashion. So Pip, where do you want to start? Um, I had a couple of conversations the past couple of days, and I did write a piece yesterday, and hopefully I'll write another piece uh, tomorrow to attend to them. One of the questions was, like, do we change our process or do we stick with what we're doing? And for me, that's a non-starter question for our group of people who are so process-oriented. It's indelibly soaked into the people that hang out with us, they are process people. So you're, you're likely gonna stick with your process anyway, so you don't even need to have that conversation. But it's also an either or question. And I think what the module that it's, uh, this is the moment to add is called inflation. And I put out a piece yesterday that had four different components of asking that question and thinking about it. What really came to me in having a conversation today is that's not just a quick plug-in. And the reason being is most everyone in your organization, our organization, has not had to think about inflation. Even the most senior people have not had to think about inflation for 20 years, really, in earnest. And I've, so I sort of want to come to this question humbly and not this question as a commodity question, which, okay, who can pass on price increases? Like, that, that would be a commodity way of attending to this question. I think it might, for the best in process, it might take a month to sink into means to get to uncommon understandings around this new module we want to put into place. So that was point number one, Bryn, that I wanted to highlight. We did put a note on with some specifics yesterday. The point number two was slightly different. It was, you know, where do valuations come in and support, you know, what's going on here? The stocks are down so much and we put them up in this way or that way. So that's question number two. Yeah, people have been talking about price discovery and I hear phrases like, you know, the market's looking for footing, but you're saying, well, let's let's look at that from a couple of different angles. 
Yeah, I, I started off with, well, what are the supports for valuation to begin with? And we put up, this is not going to be a surprise, we put out five pieces about two years ago called Pillars of Jello. And it basically went into depth around the orientation of CAPM, WAC, DCF is 98% conceptual, shouldn't be used practically in the world of growth stocks particularly. And there's no mysticism in, in the market so that if everyone isn't using these tools, then the discussion of whether I'm pricing in 8% growth and Bryn's pricing in 10% growth and what are, that's a ridiculous conversation unless you think there's some mysticism on the back end. So the voters in the market do not use those uh, heuristics. They don't use historics. They don't use fancy averages. I've been saying this since like, let's say 2001. In the vacuum of tools that can help you get to definitive numbers, don't count on valuation metrics to be a ground floor. Instead, and same thing we've said since 2001, we like the phrase, particularly with growth companies, that fundamentals will condition valuation. And what that means is that since we don't use all these things, if we see the news moving more positive towards EVs, towards whatever, we may take a company like Tesla through the roof, way beyond any like price discovery or here's my numbers in my DCF. It might seem insane, but as long as people are exchanging at that price, it's totally reasonable. The voters news flow is going to be the issue. When we got to the post GFC, it was not a valuation floor. It was that the phrase green shoots started to be used over and over and over, partially by a very hopeful Wall Street that needed stocks to go up. And that phrase green shoots, I remember it because I'm long, short, market neutral. It was the bane of my existence because what happened is for nine months, we started to go green shoots. For nine months, the stock was correlated in an anti quality way that shot against long short market. It was a very painful period. I remember this very, very well. But that phrase green shoots, if you take that phrase and you map it over to when the market started to go up in 2009, you'll see it sinks really, really well. You'll find that the evidence of green shoots was pretty sparse, but it's okay. There was a context around what people were now looking at. So here, here we are in 2022. I ask a similar question, and not because I'm the expert on this, but as we're doing in our, our inflation work, our recession work, what would be the moment where, green, let's say, call it green shoots, I don't have to worry about inflation, the recession is over, we're not even heading into the recession yet, that, that the green shoot phrase starts to come through, or someone starts to look through, and that becomes a very popular meme. I think that's where we're going to be looking for that floor. It's not going to be a valuation moment unless you have, you know, unless you have guts and you can sit through, you know, a lot of bad quarters reporting numbers to your to your clients. I'd instead go, when is this news flow in some way, shape, or form going to really start to tilt? And I'd think about it surgically. And I would definitely not think that the news is going to be anything approaching perfect. The world is never going to be perfect, but when do we get our new equivalent of green shoots? I think about the degree of confidence in this, and that I think was really helpful in that period and probably going forward or today, you know, for the next couple of years that what is my level of confidence in XYZ prediction or thesis that's going to get more surgical, I think, because there's a really interesting, and you want to open up that conversation, the green shoot people. And I really love that term actually, because it's so descriptive of something that is 
is growing and peeking through, but I can also be stepped on so easily. It's so fragile. And so, you know, how many of the green shoots actually make it? So it was actually, for me, it was, <laughs> it made a lot of sense. And I think there's going to be something like that where we might say, okay, I've got, you know, a 5% love degree of confidence. I've got, okay, now it's up to 15 and helping gauge that and even have a mental framework, even just individually, doesn't have to be on your team, but it helps if you have the same um, vocabulary and communication around it, um, such that that, you know, that level of confidence, you will know it when it starts to go up. I think one of my favorites, Ed Hyman, came up with that phrase and started popularizing it. And we could like take it to our own staffs and say, what would green shoots look like now? What would that be? Now, meantime, I think there's amazing work to do on adaptability that all of these things hitting companies, hitting us individually, but hitting public companies is going to lead to, to tremendous divergence of results as we go over the next five years. So while we get to the other side and the market starts going up based on green shoots and news flow and fundamentals condition valuation all, the outcomes on the other side, that disparity between let's call it quality and non-quality, I think that's gonna expand tremendously because the pressures that they're facing and the challenges that are almost, that seem heroic at times are really gonna separate the wheat and the chaff. So thank you for handling this interruption. We'll be back next week with our last uh, in the series on collaboration. So just three quick thoughts before we go. One, the ability, building that muscle to add and remove modules to your process. Maybe that's just the spirit of taking a little dive into inflation, especially if you have a team that hasn't experienced it. And how you do it could change. Maybe you're bringing in experienced veterans to just do a teaching on it, whatever it is, exercise that muscle and experiment with how you bring your team and your firm up to speed. The second one, the concept of fundamentals condition valuation. This is really just an idea not to overlie on valuation metrics to be the ground floor at exactly the time when most people in the market are clinging to valuation metrics as the last solid thing they have to hold on to. So if we can watch for signals from management and others that they're looking through to the other side, that's probably going to be pretty valuable. And the last one, I think uh, Pip alluded to this, but when there are periods that might not be favorable for your strategy, that orienting the team to that, that was really helpful in all of us getting around, okay, this may not be the time where our performance is going to shine, but what we're gonna work on is being in position for when it changes because we know it will change. Thanks for listening.